Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Hello, Hello. everybody. Hello. 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 Uh, my name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's Heroes. Mm, Clint Eastwood mm, stealing gold. Stealing some Nazi gold. With an, a Nazi? Yeah. We'll, we'll get, we'll get that. into that. Kelly! What the hell are you doing here? Looking after the colonel, that's what. Shoot him and let's get the hell out of here. Shoot him, we don't get the gold. What gold? Proposition. Thought you might be interested in helping me out. Oh. I want you to set up a barrage for me. Yeah. Well, it's Thursday, folks, so this is, um... This is, uh... We just watched Classic. This is brought to you by one of our patrons specifically dr dna uh i believe this is their first uh movie pick Ooh, yeah i believe dr dna we all know from hypecast shoutouts uh maybe i'm wrong i'm I'm pretty sure this is the first pick they, they came right out of the gate with a two and a half hour comedy from the 1970s from 1970 where, yeah where, where don rickles gets shot with a tank uh and like part of a roof falls on his head yeah 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 holy shit okay so this has clint eastwood in it mm-hmm. uh harry dean stanton is haunting this film yeah uh, in, a, in a in a small role it's like 25 year old harry dean stanton yeah uh, again don rickles uh bunch of like 70s like uh, like honkies uh and telly, donald sutherland telly savalas and carol o'connor okay and Donald Sutherland as yes. Robert Evans. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably get that out of the way now. Yes. Uh, he looks just like Robert Evans in this. He's dressed like him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, he doesn't talk like him, I guess. But like his whole vibe it's is a very, like, yeah. It's a very Evans vibe. Yeah. It's like when, if, we, when we first meet this character, he sits straight up uh, in a loft style bed that looks exactly like his bed at Cracked House. Yeah, you're right. Uh, also, when we first see him, the movie finally begins. Uh, yeah, that's about 30 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you like this movie, Tom? Um, I liked this movie. I think it's too long. Me too. And that's, I think... That's kind of... That's that's kind of like... I mean, movies from this era are paced a lot differently. Yeah. Um, which has something to do with it. But also, this movie has about 25 minutes of setup that we don't really need. Yeah, it's really, it's not only is this movie too long, but the way to fix it is very clear. Mm -hmm. You just cut out the first 25 minutes. Yep. Uh, They're also like the worst part of the movie. They're boring. I I hated this movie in the first 25 minutes. I was like, oh no, I hate this movie. This is going to be exhausting. Yeah. Uh, And then, and like literally the moment uh, fucking uh, Donald Sutherland blasts into the movie it gets uh, 300% better. Or, yeah, because really all it is, it, they, they just need to skip right to them 
beginning the heist. Like the first, yeah. the, all the first, all that happens in the first twenty-ish minutes is Clint Eastwood plays a private Kelly who captures this German officer. Yeah. Uh, they get him drunk and he lets it slip that there's a convoy full of gold bars that's going to this French, small French town, uh, like 30 miles beyond enemy lines. So right. they, they decide to put together a small team to go get the gold and the it keeps snowballing, like the team keeps getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, which is part of the gag of the movie. But like that first bit, like capturing the German officer and learning about the gold and deciding to go steal the gold. We didn't need that to take 30 minutes. They give him a save the Nazi moment to to show that he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, But they immediately kill that guy. Uh, Well, he gets killed. uh, He gets killed by other Nazis. You see? Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Um, It, yeah, it's, it got like, there's not much for jokes in that first 25 minutes. No. Like I was really confused. I was like, is this a comedy? That was one of my first notes. I was like, I don't think this is a comedy. Uh, it, it, it's like, it's weird because it, it's like it's trying to trick you into thinking it's a serious film. Mm. Uh, it's Not just if like, you look at the poster, man. Have you, are, are you looking oh, at the I poster? I saw the poster. The poster well, is out to, of control. That's what I was about to say is like movies advertise. So like no one going into the movie would not know. Mm-hmm. that it's a comedy it just the whole tw- yeah it's it's all he needs to find out about is the bank holding the gold that's it that's all they need to know and yeah. it takes 25 minutes yeah, to set it, it up it takes damn near a half hour uh, yeah, to this set is, it up for people unaware this is basically uh uh the movie three kings before the movie three kings existed it's people in world war ii who are kind of they they're kind of disillusioned uh you know group of people uh who are just kind of you know they're soldiers uh and they learn about a lot of gold and they decide to go behind enemy lines like 30 miles behind yeah they i mean uh, they, to a small town that's not really being protected and steal this gold it's also really far for like they're going a wall yeah uh but there's a whole gag where they're they're the the general that's in command of their division uh, is played by carol o'connor doing doing brian doyle murray yep. like he just he just is brian doyle murray and like even his voice sounds exactly yeah. like brian doyle murray's in this um but when he learns about it like he thinks that they're just these like go-getter soldiers that are just like pushing the offensive and he's like yeah i'm gonna go down there and ride with them yeah. so there's this additional element of a ticking clock because the general's coming uh but it's done in a goofball like everything from when donald sutherland appears on is pretty silly yeah there's it a, changes there's the a movie couple, changes there's a couple of serious moments but it's pretty much just silliness from that point on yeah i will say the action is hardcore fucking yes i loved the action this it's just, is a it's just solid a, war movie it's just a war movie that has jokes in it yeah pretty much uh and it's not like slapsticky jokes it's no. just like funny characters Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, the movie gets going the moment. It's really technically the moment Don Rickles shows up. He is like the first person yeah, that he goes they, to, or the second, keep, I think. I think he's, well, it's the second, because the first person they have to go to, it's 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 pretty well done. It starts yeah. out with just this small unit, Clint Eastwood, his sergeant's Telly Savalas. So it's them and like a couple of guys in their unit are going to go do this. But they have to go get this other commander who is in charge of artillery to get him to stop 
shelling where they're going to go so that they don't get bombed. Right. And then they, and that, so that brings him in on it. And then they have to go talk to Don Rickles because Don Rickles is the um, requisitions officer. So they have to bring right. him into it to get all the gear they need. And then Donald and his Sutherland. Name is, his name is Crap His shoot? name is Crap Game. Crap Game. Crap Game. Crap Game. Yeah. So he's <laughs> clearly dirty already. Uh, and yeah. And then, yeah, Donald Sutherland. And then Donald is, Sutherland just happens to be asleep in there. Yeah. <laughs> and sits up. And then so they have to involve him now. Yeah. And he's like, again, a Robert Evans type. He's a real free spirit. He is a uh, he is a guy that did not exist in 1944. Yeah, which there's no know. there's no this character is a time traveler. There's no way yeah. this guy was in the army in 1944. But, oddly enough, Donald Sutherland is the main comic relief of this film. I mean, it's a comedy. Everybody's funny, but he's like the most goofball. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the broadest character. character. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. Uh, it, in up until this point, like I, the comedy felt really like Yayata comedy, uh, like ah, wise guy. And then she shows up, and the game changes, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, this guy is a beautiful maniac. Okay, yeah, uh, because he has this like tank division where they like dress up the tanks weird. They make them look like they're more powerful than they are. Mm-hmm. They fire paint. To mm-hmm. make the, as he says, to make beautiful art uh, that like freaks out the enemy. They blast music and they, they're just weird uh, is their technique, their fighting technique. But they're also like clearly just like, you know, doing drugs and partying mm-hmm. uh, and they don't really work unless they, unless, you know, they're forced to. Uh, he keeps talking about like bad vibes yeah. and shit like that. Uh, and so things just go, go really spinning out of control the moment they get uh, Donald Sutherland on board. Yeah. So they 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 go off. And also, Kelly, played by Clint Eastwood, also the least interesting character in the whole thing, right? Oh, yeah. He's just being Clint. Like, he's the straight yeah. man. And it I was, think, again, why I the first they... 30 minutes I thought we were in trouble, because I was like, uh... Yeah, yeah. Clint? They, they must have known that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because he's yeah, just he's, he's just playing Clint Eastwood like he's in a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Um. And everybody around him is being silly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And so they 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 go out on their outing. He's not telling he's not telling um anybody that there's also three German tanks in this town that they're gonna have to deal with. He's a real scumbag. Uh, Clint. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I can't like, argue with that. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, they get the money and drive off. And all I could think about is like the horrible empires they're all going to start. Because uh, they're all like, you know, they're we like them. They're in a movie. They're mm-hmm. movie characters. But like, they're all kind of, uh, I don't know. One guy says he's going to get a ranch with 30 women. Yeah. And that's what tipped me off. I was like, oh, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, the, maybe these, these guys shouldn't have this gold. The, these aren't the guys you need to give million a million dollars to. Yeah. Like, they're all scumbags. Like, it's true that they're fighting in a war that they don't fully understand at the moment. Uh, it's hard when it's World War II, when the stakes are very high. Yes. Uh, but in the context of when this takes place, mm-hmm. it makes sense. And they're on the front lines and so on. Uh, and so like, they're just sort of like, fuck it. We're going to go get gold and leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they have a good speech moment where the guy says like, you know, 
I'm risking my life every day. Why not it be for this? And you can't really argue with them. Mm-hmm. Like one of them, one of them doesn't want to do it for a while. And that's what turns them around is everybody's just like, look, I might die tomorrow. Why not it be trying to go into business, you know, mm-hmm. for myself doing yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's honestly the plot structure of the movie, like, uh, is, it really is very similar to Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. There's three a, kings. There's some three kings in there for sure. Like they're reasoning for getting the money and so on. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the, the disillusionment. The ending is also uh, kind of a nod to the ending of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. With the three of them walking down the street. Oh yeah. Um, I would call it a parody, right? Yeah, because I think they even added in like jangling spurs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's basically it starts with kind of a there's kind of a battle in the beginning. There's a battle in the middle where they get stuck in the countryside and a couple of their guys get killed. The which, minefield scene mm-hmm. is fucking for real. It's good. Like it's, it's, tense. it's straight up good. Yeah. And and the siege, the 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 city siege in the end is good. Yeah. Like it's uh, legit it, tense. And yeah. and it's it's identical to Private Ryan. There's that tense scene with the pillbox in the field where Giovanni Ribisi gets killed. Right. And then it ends in a French town. That you know, even even has a sniper up in the in the church tower. Like yep. it's it's very very similar to Saving Private yeah. Ryan, except and this one has, has a much happier ending. There's there's two points in this film for me, mm-hmm. or yeah, two two points. One is when it started actually being fun, and that was of course the introduction of Donald Sutherland. Mm-hmm. And they keep to that promise when they, they go up to do the resting and they get bombed by their own guys. Mm-hmm. And Don Rickles has to carry the heavy gun and he's all mad about that. Yeah, and he it's, keep, it's he just, keeps trying to get, offer people money to carry yeah. it for him. And there's like a general novelty in seeing young Don Rickles fight in war in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that's, of course, not the appeal of the film when it came out. And, and then there's the scene where um, uh, Donald Sutherland rolls up on that fucking uh town with the tanks blasting like haunting country music yeah uh and and just blowing everything up right like like the and it's really well done it is it's like it it has the the goofball funny characters uh but then it's like six minutes of actual war movie yeah but the war is just them kicking the ass of this town. Yes, so it's, they like they fucking murder like eighty people in this yeah. sequence. They the way they do it is great. They come out of a train tunnel, so like the, everybody hears the music, and then they just come rolling out of the train tunnel. Yeah, and just start. Nobody's prepared because again, they're going way past the front lines, behind yeah. enemy lines, to a place where the enemy isn't really expecting it. Yeah. Uh, so they keep jumping people, uh, and so like. It's a great scene because it's it's fun uh, and it's impressive. The explosions, it's the well, action, it, all of the all of the war stuff is very well done. Right. So, but this is still in the realm of the first thing that grabbed me. Mm-hmm. The second thing that grabbed me was the minefield, where it was like, oh, also, this is like going to be tense because, like, that's the first actual tense moment. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, right? Not that moment so much because you're not really concerned for any of the characters like it's such an ass beating the minefield oh not the minefield you're i'm, I'm no, still I'm saying, yeah i was a, i was a second behind you sorry uh oh, yes right. yes yes the minefield is definitely the first tense sequence 
Yeah, and so they're walking, and one of them totally explodes. One of them just dies, yeah. Yeah, uh, the explosions are very, like, they do, uh, some of the grenade explosions, too, it really looks like they're blowing people up, which I'm pretty sure was still illegal in the 70s. Yeah, I think you could do that. Uh, 19, you could get away with that in 1970, yeah. Oh, you could? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So they're probably just blowing up prisoners or something? Probably, yeah. There's one There's one shot in this sequence where I think Clint throws a grenade and it lands on these three Germans on the other yeah. side of a mound and it straight up blows the dude in the middle like into pieces and it's like I didn't see the cut yeah I don't know how no. they did that all right it, <laughs> from what I can tell they had like a I, I never having not looked this up I assume they blew up a dummy they must have they must have. and but the thing is you can see the stuntman close to the camera react Oh, yeah. So I think it really is the 70s when stuntmen are like, you want to do, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Hey, Billy, get in there. You're going to be next to the explosion. Just uh, act surprised. Billy's like, yeah, no problem. Like, they, they, it really looks like they blew up a dummy, like a foot next to a stuntman. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean the, that's the, a, that that is one hundred percent what they did, right? That's yeah, that's what they that's did. That's gotta be. They couldn't. They, it, they, yeah, it's not an optical effect. There's there's nothing. It it looks like exactly what we're describing. Uh, maybe I don't know. Was there a way? I don't think there was a way to make that explosion look bigger in post either. Like this is from the time of when we're doing optical effects in this era. We would know. Like it would be you, obvious. You would spot it, yeah. Like I said, I I didn't see the cut. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they did it. <laughs> pretty sure they just blew up a dummy. I'm pretty next sure they to just they just sent off an explosion next to two stuntmen. Yeah. It's all uh, right. The dummy will will absorb most of it. <laughs> you sure? Most of it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Fucker's picking plastic out of his flesh for weeks after that. It's just just little burns. bits. It's yeah. just burnt. <laughs> Um, but the minefield, so one of them gets blown and then they're all standing in the minefield and they, they do a solid tension scene where like, then they have to get on, you know, get on the ground, use their bayonets to like poke and look for mines. Uh, and, and, and then like nearby Germans have heard the explosion. So they start coming in a convoy. And so like most of them get out of the minefield across the road. And they hit an ambush ambush position, but there's two motherfuckers still in the minefield. And then the Germans roll up and it's a firefight where they're both shooting at either side of the Germans. Mm. But the two guys in the minefield also get murdered. Uh, yeah. It's a straight up war scene. Mm-hmm. And it really grabs you as a war scene. That was the most surprising thing about it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's just a well done war. Again, all three of like the, the, the battle scenes in this movie are... are- good they're just good yeah (laughs) they're good yeah yeah the the next battle scene i believe is the town right yes yeah yeah they got pick up they get picked up by robert evans Mm -hmm. um in the tank they uh there's like a bunch of i'm trying to remember what happens between these two points is they they tell they tell donner sutherland the plan yeah, I mean, he already knows the plan. They have to, like, Donald Sutherland brings in even more people after this point because they have to build a bridge. So he has to bring right. in, like, these this Arm, Army Corps engineers or whatever. And, like, a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's yeah. like an entire fleet of cars behind him. But they get stuck. Uh, we don't see it happen. We see, like, the General Carol O'Connor overhears the radio conversation when they've crossed, like, half of them across the river, but they lost two of... Uh, two of Robert Evans's tanks, yeah, um, and the bridge is blown up, so the engineer guys can't make it across. 
So they end up basically <laughs> screwing all those guys out of the gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they they tell them you'll you'll get some of this gold, build the bridge. Again, they're real scumbags. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the point is, is when they get to the town, they only have one of the Sherman tanks left. Yep. And if and you then, if you know anything about tanks, uh, Sherman tanks are just tiny anti personnel tanks. They are not meant to fight other tanks. Right. So the fact that Clint hasn't told them that there's three Tiger tanks in this town uh, becomes a serious problem. <laughs> yeah. And it and so uh, they set it up so beautifully because from here on it's about the town. They're they're mm-hmm. outside of the town. They're trying to get to the bank. They they get some people in like a tower for recon, and they do this lovely recon scene. And you kind of get to watch the plan unfold. And what I appreciate probably the most about this movie because it's a heist movie, mm-hmm. but not really. Like it's mostly a war movie. Uh. But I realized that those two ideas kind of intersect. Yeah. Because they're planning an ambush, basically. Uh, The ambush happens to be a heist, but it's, I mean, it's why kind of when you play Call of Duty, there's missions that are like, go get this thing. It's the same idea. It's it's a heist, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what I appreciate about it is unlike a movie like, I don't know, Ocean's Eleven or mm, more like Ocean's Twelve. Um they don't yada yada the process they they walk us through the whole thing so it feels as realistic as it possibly can be like they know that the 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 core of this film is how are they going to get there so they have one tank there's like a handful of them how many would you say there are maybe 20 um not even i would say i think it's like even less than that yeah yeah and so we see the whole process more more than 10 but less than 20 they have scouts they figure out the tanks. Uh, they figure out how to get the tank in without people hearing it. Mm-hmm. So they have one of the scouts start ringing the church bell as they slowly roll in the tank. They realize that the tigers are vulnerable from behind. So they like essentially like sneak the tank in and they all just camp in one place and then strike it once. And it's really well done. Like The sequence getting to that point is really well done. Because they show every little detail of them getting into this town. Yeah. Uh, and then it's the ambush, and then it becomes just a fight. And that's when you get to see, like, Don Rickles and Harry Dean Stanton fighting a tank mm-hmm. and shooting Germans. Oh, yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, not something I ever expected to I never to see. thought I would see this, but now I'm very, very happy that I have. Yeah. And then they all run away, and they... Don Rickles doesn't technically get shot by a tank, but he gets shot at by a tank which blows up the building that he's under and the mm-hmm. building falls on him. It partially falls like, on his head. <laughs> yeah. Don, Don, Don Rickles, Rickles gets shelled by Nazis yeah, in this like movie. F- fucking ducking from an explosion like he's fucking John McClane. Like, it's, it's, it's wild to see. Yeah. Uh, and he's not like... Uh, I, w- I want them to remake this movie with all the same actors at the current age. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll... A lot uh, the of them ones are they dead. Can get. The, one they, the ones they can get. Tom. A lot of them are dead. This the ones they can. This get. movie would have like three people in it. Yeah. All right. Well, just is Don Rickles alive? No, Don Rickles uh, has Fuck. passed. All right. Well, we can we can. Uh, basically, we can get we can Clint, Clint, we can, Tarkin we can get him, right? Clint and Donald Sutherland. That's basically who we oh, can get. That's a bummer. Like everyone else is dead. <laughs> that's a real bummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I just okay maybe a cartoon 
Sure, uh, we can animate this motherfucker. Yeah. Or just like a Wolfenstein video game where you're Don Rickles. Can we get that? Somebody Oh man, yeah, make make that mod, please. Yeah, Don Rickles Wolfenstein <laughs> mod. The the mod is very simple. All you need is that place where the face is, put Don Rickles in there. You just put there. Don Rickles in there and you put a sound clip of him in there. Yeah. That's it. Somebody make that mod or at least Photoshop it. Um you know, we need that. America Don, needs Don that. Rickles and Wolfenstein. Yeah. Don Rickles fighting Nazis. Every time you fire a machine, uh, fire the gun, he hit, just plays that clip where it's like, I got to schlub this machine gun across the French yeah. countryside. <laughs> no, that's when he picks up the machine gun. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, um, yeah. So they, uh, all right. So the, they have this standoff. Uh, the great gag where, because I knew it was going to happen, where they, the second uh, German take, they get caught in an alleyway. It can't turn around. And Donald Sutherland's tank fires paint at it first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they just shoot it with paint. Yeah. He, Donald Sutherland's, uh, half of what makes him work in this is that he's on the top of a tank looking like Robert Evans, uh, screaming commands into the tank with a voice that I, I don't know what he's doing, but I love it. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what accent it is. It's not, I don't think it's an accent. I think he's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He just d- is doing a voice. He's doing a voice. It's, and yeah. it's and I don't know what it is. I don't know where it it's came like, from. Yeah, it's like mostly hallowing. Uh, <laughs> it's maybe just drunk. It's uh, maybe it's just supposed to be drunk. Uh, no idea. No idea what he's doing. But it's fucking great. <laughs> and so they blow up two of the tanks. They kill all all the Germans uh, except for one final tank, uh, and it's right in front of the bank. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering how are they going to do this because um, uh, Sutherland's tank breaks. That's yeah. the other thing. So that's when we get the scene where it's uh, what's the three people who go out? Uh, it's Clint. Uh, it's Clint, Telly Savalas, and Donald Sutherland. Right, and they all come out, face the tank, and uh, because Don Rickles suggests maybe make a deal with him, and it turns out to just be one German in the tank who comes out. Uh, and, and well, no, he's got a whole crew in there, but does he have a crew? Oh, you're right. You see the crew later. You just mostly see him for right. It's also falling scenes. He can't, it it would be impossible for him to operate that tank by himself. Yes. Yes. Um, so he comes out and, and they basically are like, Hey, do you even know what you're protecting? And they tell him about all the gold in the bank and they're like, you can get an equal share. All you have to do is blow the door off that bank. Hard cut. To the bank's door getting blown off. <laughs> to the door being shot off the bank. Yeah. yeah. And like the, I guess the moral is it doesn't matter what side you're on. We all want money. Yeah. Uh, That's the only so, thing that really matters. Yeah. And so they all go in, they get the gold and in, in any other movie, this is when there would be an actual, tw- uh, like a twist. Mm-hmm. But really what happens is the general comes, they've liberated the town and they distract the general long enough to get away. And that's yes. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the weirdest fucking scene when they see the gold, the editing where it's like inner cut with them looking at the gold and smiling and people waving flags. Mm-hmm. What was that? That was juxtaposing the, the French villagers celebrating the victory, oh. uh, for what they, you know. Yeah. 
No, I just mean, do you think it was just a transition? Because at one point, someone's waving a uh, Nazi flag. Oh, I, it's, uh, it's probably because they just tore it down. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but it's this intercut thing of like, <laughs> I saw Nazi flag, American flag, gold, people scrambling on it. And it really felt like they were like trying to make some sort of dark commentary in the editing on I don't know what. I think the but con- I suspect it's just a weird transition. Yeah, I thought the juxtaposition there was showing the soldiers celebrating their and the town celebrating their successful robbery, and then the town celebrating. Hey, we've been liberated, even though that's not like the soldiers didn't give a shit about that. They just wanted. You're the, right. They just wanted the gold. You're right. That's. I think that's what they're trying to get across. Yeah. Um, it's just a weird ass ending, because then the the um the German guy packs up his car. And he's like, thanks, Clint. And he gives him the Nazi salute mm-hmm. and then turns it into like an American salute. Like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. And leaves. And it was like, did wait, <laughs> did he just like team up with some Nazis to steal some gold? I mean, I know there's a difference between German soldiers and I mean, uh, probably. I mean, kind of. Like, I mean, that's I think that's that's what that means is it's just a wild ending. Kind of. I mean, like that is just kind of like, well, I mean, they're they're both just soldiers. Like he did, right. he does the Nazi salute first because that's the salute he's been trained to do. Right. And then he just turns it into the other one because it's like, well, like that, that's it's not it's not really the, it's not really it's the just cause a hell of a reminder. that I that I believe in. It's I'm, I'm a soldier and you're a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to say is nobody mm. here believes in anything. Yeah. Yes. In, yeah. in the middle of World War II, these two sides are like, I don't care about this war. And it, it, it's like, it's such a weird war to choose for that idea. Uh, again, considering that it's like so much was at stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's a hell. I know why they're doing it just because it was, you know, this, again, was, this like, was 1970. The war ended uh, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Or so, no, no 20, it, 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just, this is the most, I mean, you know, Korea had happened. Um, right. I think Vietnam's going on at this time. So Vietnam ended in what, like 73? I don't know. Something anyway. like that. I don't, I don't know wars. Um, I guess it's like the generation that was in World War II commenting on it. I suppose. I don't know. I, no, I think you're right. I think it's just, it was the war that the, 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 like the, the viewers, like the people making it had on their mind you know mm-hmm. uh yeah. or like grew up with or yeah. something like that you know uh, some something like that uh but it, it's such a weird happy ending to just be like and and all right and the germans are in on it too here's your here's your gold and we all leave and that's it and like again it's just because it's like back in the day where movies were a little simpler mm-hmm. uh where like it could just be that and they just leave with the gold and the credits run yep uh and it ends up being like, I really like that. Like I, I, it's, I think I like it too. I just also find it very interesting. Uh, it was just so weird. Kinda. I get what I, I, I get what it's doing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's being anticlimactic on purpose and it's having the solution be, well, why don't you just see if, why don't you just see if the German guy wants some money? Like we could just oh, give, yeah. we could just give him some money. Maybe he'll fuck off. No, that no, that concept is fantastic. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not even that. It's just interesting to watch 
Because like, all right, it's, the it's movie weird. I keep comparing it to is Three Kings, right? And it, Three it, Kings has the modern sensibilities that I think I'm just like programmed for, which is that in the end they're like, oh, it's not about the money. We have to fight for something we believe in. Yeah, and, and so also on and so forth. It's the Gulf War was a little more cynical. Yeah, like like it's it's hard to do this kind of take on World War II because, as we've mentioned, the stakes were arguably the highest they've been in any war. Um, um, right. But in the Gulf War, people were real cynical about it. Like it's a war for oil. Like it's it's a it's it's a you know it's it's we're a U.S. going to war against somebody that they were buddy buddy with in the eighties when he was killing the people that they wanted him to. Right. Um. So there's a little more room for the disillusioned soldier storyline to take hold where it's like, we're just, we're, we're not fighting for anything here. We're fighting for some money. And, right. and, and the arc being, no, we found something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there, there's than the money to fight for. I yeah. don't remember the specifics of that movie. So neither do I, I don't know if there's something wildly problematic about it. I just remember that in the end they give up spoilers for three Kings they they give up on their goal to help like a village or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which is what it's just it's with a movie like this. It always fe- it feels like they're setting that up or setting something up. Like there's even a moment where they fu- get into the bank and there's all the people and like they've been doing this thing where they're telling everyone, "Oh, there's gold, there's gold, there's gold." So I expected there to not be gold. Yeah, there was a moment where it was. It seemed like there wasn't. Yeah, it really seemed like there wasn't going to be gold, and maybe there was going to be something else where the idea is they, I don't know, win something really strategic for the war. The general comes in, uh, they're they're like called heroes, you know, Kelly's heroes uh, for doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was where I thought it was all going, and then they're like, no, it's gold, let's get out of here, and then they do, and that is kind of refreshing. Yeah. Uh, for a comedy, especially a movie that's not trying to take itself seriously, it just surprised me. Yeah, that that's, that's all there all is to was. this movie. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. These honkies get paid and leave. Yeah. Uh, and again, it, it, when the guy said, "I'm going to get a ranch with a bunch of women," aka, I'm pretty sure that's a cult, right? Like that guy's going to start a cult. I mean, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. That guy's going to get into a lot of. A lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that man is going to get into a gunfight with the FBI. I was going to say, that man is going to get shot by the ATF. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, like, that, that was when it occurred to me of, like, oh, I'm not sure these are very good people. Because, <laughs> like, the, it's just, it's they, they have, I joked about the save the Nazi moment, and it's just him getting, because the place is getting bombed, so he drags the, the officer out before it gets bombed it's not really him like caring about the guy mm-hmm. it's just like let's get him out of here he knows more but they really don't have any like redeeming moments not really they don't really help anybody no it, they don't helping, they're completely selfish yeah helping people is a symptom like of what they do because they liberate the town uh but they're <laughs> they're like they're just kind of a bunch of shitty guys from beginning to end and it's just funny to watch a movie that doesn't really like that's o- that's okay in a movie, but like modern movies would kind of point that out, you know? Yeah. Um, they would make it a joke. Like they didn't learn anything. I think this is early enough that we're still kind of 
maybe we don't need to i don't know I'm, i might be talking about my uh, talking I, out of my ass um because we didn't really i think I, I just oh sorry go on i'm not even really sure sure the the thought i'm trying to get out here but it, it okay it seems like it might be just the fact that it's an older movie where they yeah. this doing a movie full of scumbags like this was still uh uncommon enough that just the right. fact that this it ends the way that it does i think was enough of a gag for people i think i know what i might be circling or we might be circling okay. I mean, correct me if i'm wrong are there no character arcs in this movie? Um, Does anybody change besides learning to like Don Rickles a little more for that one guy? For Telly Savalas? Yeah. yeah. Um, like, and this isn't a criticism of the movie because I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, and no, not really. Nobody really, there aren't really any arcs. No, and like even Ocean's Eleven has technically an arc. In the sense that if you think of Danny Ocean as the antagonist to um, Julia Roberts' protagonist, like she's the one who has an arc, and the arc is getting back together with her shitty boyfriend mm-hmm. because her current boyfriend is shittier. Uh, not a good arc. But uh, they're, like, I think heist films don't tend to have... The arc is, we need, I want to achieve this heist. And then the arc is, I achieved the heist, I guess. Uh, but it's weird <laughs> that these... It. Yeah. These characters don't learn anything. Uh, I mean, they they have an established set of wants that they get. I don't know. Man. Yeah, they just Look, wanted not... they wanted the money. I don't know. Which, I don't know what do you want from me? No, I li- <laughs> I like this film, but isn't that weird? Like, I'm not a, I'm not trying to fix this film, but like, it's weird that like Clint Eastwood doesn't um have like an arc with Donald Sutherland. Like it, they do in the end, like grow to like each other a little more. And I guess that's enough, right? Is it's a group of people who kind of clash, mm-hmm. but not really. Not, and then they go really to get money. Much, yeah. And then they get money and then they're like, take it easy. Yep. And they sort of smile at each I'm other. I'm glad and we went they, on this journey together. Yeah. And like a couple of them die. It's just weird to see a movie without an, without like any like big character arcs that's taking place during war that's true that is true yeah it's weird it is just kind of like and just, it's just kind of like like a like a, a borderline wacky heist movie that just happens to take place during world war ii i think why it's weird is because they set up a bunch of emotional story points there's a part where they talk to clint eastwood like it's all kind of on him which is like you're gonna get these men killed mm-hmm and then he gets several of them killed. He gets killed. a couple of them killed, yeah. And he has a moment where he like stares at them, and then he walks away, and they never talk about it again. No, they sure don't. And then the German soldier getting him in on it, which is a good gag, but is also like, uh, like morally or like, it's it's a very that's a very strong moment. And again, it it doesn't exist for any character reasons. Uh, that that doesn't change anyone. Like, there's a lot of really big moments yeah. that don't change the characters. Right, in any way. and we're we're given a little bit, and that scene makes sense uh, for Clint because we're given a little bit of information about Clint that he used to be a lieutenant. Right, and he they got set that up. Yeah, and he got um, bad orders. Basically, he got orders to bomb a hill, I think, and it turned out that he right. just killed a bunch of his own men. And they pinned it on him, so he got demoted to a private. So, like, that scene makes sense, because you're like, oh, he's he's gotten more men killed. 
right. but they really don't dwell on it at all. They don't dwell on it, and no. then it never comes up again. Nope. You'd think a character like that would then have a moment where he like doubts himself, mm-hmm. where he's like, no, I can't do this. It's too dangerous. Yeah. And the soldiers have to be like, no, I'm. No, we're, we're not just fighting for you. You're not just telling, you know, yeah. something. But there, it never happens. It's, nope. it's, it's a weird ending. Kind of. I, I wonder mean, it's, if it it's was less cut a, down or something. It's less of a weird ending and more just like weird setup. Some weird yeah. setup for that ending. Because the ending didn't strike me as weird. Some, no. indi- some individual scenes are now that we're discussing it. Yeah. Again, this movie I enjoyed, but there was just like something off about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. Uh, and, and it's not obvious to the point that it took us 40 minutes to realize it. No, but I'm glad we landed on it finally. Yeah, me too. Cause I knew there was something up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would be amazing if we were this whole time. It was us trying to figure out that that guy was Harry Dean Stanton. He really is haunting the movie. Like he, for a while he's just in the he's background. Just, he's just lurking. He's lurking. Yeah, and it's like, is that Harry Dean Stanton? Is that Mr. Paris, Texas down like over there? And then <laughs> and then finally he like speaks up and it was like, motherfucker, it's Harry Dean hanging out with Don Rickles. Oh. He's credited as Dean Stanton. Dean Stanton. Dean Stanton. That's actually when I looked at the IMDb, I saw or no, sorry, the credits. I saw that and I was like, that sounds familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. You need that Harry. You got to have the Harry, yeah. I don't know yeah. what you're doing without the Harry. No, he figured it out too. His agent or whoever was like, mm, "You, you need, you gotta, you gotta have that Harry." And then, bam, he was making the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it happened. That was the secret all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Any other thoughts about this? Uh, no. Good movie. Two and a half hours long. Too long. If you're gonna watch this movie, I honestly would say skip to about twenty minutes in. And all you need to know is that Clint Eastwood is looking for gold in a in a town. Gold in a French town, yep. In a French town. That's all you need to know. You can skip. The moment you see Donald Sutherland, uh, g- go ahead and hit play. Yeah. As soon as he fucking lurches on screen. Yeah. The movie begins. Yes. Uh, that's, that's really my only criticism, other than the that it's weird that there's no arcs, but that, I don't really consider that a criticism. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Cool. Glad I'm glad I'm watched it. Yeah. Same. Uh, no. This is a movie that I've been aware of for a very very long time and just never actually watched. Yeah. Same here. So uh, thanks to Doctor DNA. Indeed. For for telling us to watch Kelly's Heroes. You really you really scared me in those first twenty minutes and then and then I got in there. Yeah. Got, got into it. Um. Well, if people are interested, this was through our Patreon. It uh, was. That's pa- yeah. That's patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Uh, we have a tier where you can make us watch movies like like Kelly's Heroes. Uh, and there's also movie uh, movie a tier where you watch movies with us. That's at $10 a month. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. We sure do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it all out. It's great. Mm-hmm. We also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay and employed. You can check out t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so do that thing. Yeah. Do and, that. Um, if, uh, I don't know, um, subscribe to our upcoming platinum tier where we will make Wolfenstein 3D with Don Rickles. With Don Rickles. It yeah, needs to happen. That, it needs to happen. Yeah. We'll probably get sued by the Rickles estate and the Wolfenstein people, but 
God damn it, it has to happen. It will be worth it. <laughs>